Initializing recap. So I guess looking at Eska, he's like, for someone that I respect, I wasn't expecting you to throw your lot in with this one. They're not wrong. The tree is cursed. And then the tendril wraps around her and fear crosses her face as she's lifted into the air. Another tendril attaches to her and then another and then all four as the king grabs her and begins draining her. And she screams (laughs) as he pulls what you can only imagine is the life out of her. And you stand face to face what is now an avatar of the apocalypse. How do you finish this? Oh, Oh, fuck yeah. I feel like Merrick's just slicing it up to the point where there's almost like the only bit left is just like a condensed bit in the middle. And I just like punch it and like a big sonic wave comes out from my sonic gloves and just like rips it apart. Durin's going to lean very close to Eska's ear, whispering, you chose a path that only has one end. As he slides the knife that he just took off her right underneath the base of her skull where her spine would be. All of the attendants have turned their attention to you guys and the flower that is currently sort of unwinding screw-like around the column until it is looming over you. This may be confusing, but I am Kaya. I would like to give you gifts. And behind you, you hear, are those from Izzy? I turn. And you see him. He's standing in the hallway with his auburn hair and his freckles and the small spaces between his teeth that haven't yet become adult teeth. Merrick. Yeah. I give you something to find roots. Kaya tucks the trimmed sapling into some soil, and Miguel hands the box to you. Durin, your hands are clasping where the the vine had impaled you, and you cast Mystic Cure. As the clapping behind you stops, a familiar voice says, Boys... I'm proud of you, too. Recap complete. Hello, friends. Welcome to another exciting episode of No Quest for the Wicked. Boys, I got two questions for you. Are you ready to rock? No. That depends on the voice. No, I'm and who not. it belongs to and whether yeah. they're really there. If it's as in, I'm out. <laughs> I'm done. Fuck this. Are you ready to roll? We're not a tank. <laughs> Just a slow clap from Eric. Just a slow clap. <laughs> you know what's funny? I thought you were going to give us a hero's moment. I thought it was going to be like, you turn around and they're clapping and like everybody in the garden starts to clap. But then the clap was really slow for too long. And I was like, maybe he just doesn't want to overwhelm the mic. And I was like, going to make a joke about how it sounded really like a slow clap. Then- I thought it was patience or something. I thought it was going to be a real chill moment. And then, yeah, you know. we don't know who this is yet. We don't know who it is. He had to follow up the chill moment of me thinking I lost a friend and also being brain assaulted uh, with another chill moment of us dying. All right, Merrick. All right. Ryan, if you had to guess, who do you think it is? Uh, probably my mom, by the sound of that voice, right? <laughs> my nice car. <laughs> Your mom shows up to Kaya. No, no, we all know who it alpha. is. It's Alpha. He just hit puberty, which is why his voice is so deep. Oh, all right, man. Just do it. Just just do it to us. Theory. Theory. Alpha and Azin are the same person. That, that's been positive. 
Okay, boys. Oh, Let's fucking I whirl. <laughs> I whirl to see who's talking. You did this to us, Dane. It's kind of confusing when you turn around. I assume all of you have turned around at this point. Most definitely. Merrick, without a doubt, you know it's Azin. Yeah, of course. But doesn't really look like him there is something different about him he has like a different face and he looks older he's walking down those tiered steps towards you and he says stopping an apocalypse merrick that is something well i hung out with one for a couple of years so it wasn't too much of an issue hold on is that me are you Merrick, are you calling me an apocalypse? Well, Azen, last time we did meet, you did punch a tank out of the sky, so... It was so cool, but... It was pretty impressive, yeah, it was pretty impressive. I'm glad that you guys really caught that, because I thought it was cool as well. Like, you wrote it down too, which was, like, even cooler, really. Um, please leave. Well, don't worry. I will in a moment. Watch us in this moment just vibe with Azen. <laughs> Don't vibe with him. It's a special ability. <laughs> he casts vibes. I want to apologize, gentlemen, for my behavior the last time that we met. I was out of sorts. You were, you were, you were a very bold boy. I was. And I, I do sincerely apologize. And he takes a second and he looks at himself in one of the pools and he's like, oh, this is, this is embarrassing. Give me a second. And he turns around and you hear crunching. You notice like he gets a little more muscular. He gets a little, a little more upright and he turns around and now it is the Asin that you saw before. And Merrick, this is the Asin that you know. Mm. I feel like when he turns around, I'm going to like look at Merrick and like kind of give him a but like you know fists up kind of stepping away i don't i don't know what to do what do you want as you came to this planet before to stop the nobles which means you there's something here you wanted is it her you want kaya is that what you want merrick can we can we take it you're at an 11 right now can we bring yeah, it down i'm at 11 our whole relationship has been at 11, as in... <laughs> you've just been fi- falling behind, playing at a 5, and now it's the time for my solo, alright? Uh, as in looks at you and or Cody and Duran, he says, is he like this with you as well? It's... I, I think you bring it out of him. Okay, okay, let's, let's do it, right? Cody raises and, his hands the second he says that. Oh, that's... That's very cute. It really is. More defensively than anything. Does a 32 hit your KAC? Yeah, yeah. it does. Uh, that's for Cody. Oh, oh no, yeah. no, no, no. I said defensively, Dane. <laughs> when will 32 How ever be How many dice are a- you picking up, buddy? Uh, you take 23 points of damage. All right. What happens As he shoots out a... It's it's almost hard to see, but it's like a like a pocket of air that mm-hmm. hits you square on the chest and sends you flying back into the trunk of Kaya or the the pillar of of roots that is in the center. And Kaya kind of like scoops underneath you to catch your fall and lowers you back down to the ground. Cody still got those hands like defensively raised. That's enough of that. He looks at you, Cody. He says, "I I like you. I 
I understand why Merrick keeps you around. Uh, Merrick lowers his solarium blade. You can't unform it. Okay. Okay, Azen, I get it. What do you want? You can play with us as much as you want. I know that. Let's just get to the chase. I mean, if we're going to be honest, I was trying to do the same thing you guys were doing, but then I saw you guys were doing it. I figured you guys had it under control. I was right. Congratulations. Also, you're welcome for the vote of confidence. I had other things to do. So if you don't mind, I'm just here for a brief moment to retrieve something and then I'll be gone. I don't have it. He smiles and (laughs) oh, Merrick, it's no, it's fine. Trust me, I haven't forgotten that you have it, but You've proven yourselves capable of keeping it safe. So I will be back when it's important, when the time is right. And I will claim what belongs to me, Merrick. Don't you worry about that. I'm here for one of those. And he leaps up, turns his fist into that silver blade, slices one of those nets, and scoops one of those blue orbs that popped into the pool before and drops down and has it under his his arm. And he says... Just one of these bad boys. What what is your play? You think I'm just going to tip my hand to you, little guy? I will say it again, and I sincerely mean this. Merrick, you know that I don't do this lightly. I am sorry for what happened on the cube. That was not my intention, to put you guys in danger, to hurt your crew, to put you guys in this shitstorm. Are they safe as in... We'll leave it at I'm sorry. I was not myself. And if there was something I could do to make it up to you, uh, let's be real, I probably wouldn't do it. But I I just want you to know that this wasn't my plan. This is a unfortunate side effect. And, And I'm sorry. And he takes a step back. If he kind of like wavers attention at all, I think I'm gonna try to grab, like use the grappler to grab the thing he took. Which oh, I know isn't going to go well. Oh, no. <laughs> I feel like if he really Don't wants to. do it, this, Cody. <laughs> at, at any point in time, it doesn't seem like he's sort of, you know, he's he's talking mostly to Merrick at the moment. Mm-hmm. So it, it, now would be your best chance. All right. I'm going to try to grapple. <laughs> uh, that would be, I think, a 11. He grabs the grapple and like sort of grapples it back with his hand and it, the, the, the grappling hook sort of wraps around his, almost like they're holding hands. And he says, you are tenacious. If you want it, I, I don't think you should really go with it. And he just kind of grins. I don't think you understand how it works when I want something. I think I'm beginning to. And he <laughs> drops the, the grappling hook onto the ground. I'm glad we had the chance to clear the air. And Merrick, it's good to see you. As in, how long have I been a part of this? This thing that you're doing, whatever this is. Is it accidental that it was my crew? My friends? I, yes. Kind of. I I think seeing you kind of set me off a little bit. But I assure you, the issues you have with the cube uh, have nothing to do with me. I know it's hard to believe, Merrick, especially when it comes to our history, but this is a case of wrong place, wrong time for you, muchacho. I'm sorry. 
We'll put a stop to this, Asim. This isn't over. Oh, yeah, no, the, I, I know. This is kind of just step one. Our thing? Oh, you mean us. I thought you meant what I'm up to, because, yeah, no, I am just kind of getting started. Um, us, Merrick, you know that I could end it in a second if I wanted but to. But you won't, and you can't. Can't and won't are two very different things, Merrick. Go, Asim. It was lovely to meet you all properly. Maybe next time... I see you. You guys can punch a tank or something. It was it was great to meet you all. Merrick, great to see you. And like I said, haven't forgotten, you have something that belongs to me. And he leans backwards and smashes into the ground in like a silver puddle and is gone. Oh, man, that, that real hurt. That really hurt. There are very few people that I've thought about killing. I think he's one of them. Yeah. Yeah, we'll get there one day. Same. Yeah, we'll... We'll punch him in the tank. You guys just gonna sit sit there and let him take that glowy thing, though? You can't stop him. What was the glowy thing? Yeah, that's what a, was the glowy thing? That's a good question. Cody just kind of like lies down on his side. Patience looks at you and says, If the three champions of Goa were afraid and manhandled of a man, I was not going to attempt to stop him in my wounded state or send any of the attendants to their death. Oh, no, we're not blaming you for that. We're just curious as to what that thing he took was. Yeah, I just meant those two. It is what we call the Waters of Kaya. It is, as two of you have experienced, a powerful hallucinogen or psychedelic that allows a deep introspection into your psyche. We use it as a mean of meditation, of healing, as a way to connect deeper and spiritually with our home what that man wants it for i couldn't tell you that's fine even if you had any ideas they probably wouldn't be correct can i have the vial back now please of course i will retrieve it from my office and 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 get it to you as soon as i can in fact we, we can do that now if you would like please i hate how much of a wild card he is that's how he's always been as in always used to say something to me uh, what's the point of freedom if I can't do whatever I want for no reason? Jeez. <laughs> there yeah. has to be a pattern to him, right? It can't just be whatever the hell he wants. I've been going over notes, Durin, for years. I write down everything, everything we've done together. I have written down and everyone is different. His personality is off sometimes. Sometimes his appearance has changed ever slightly. I never questioned it. And I don't know. I, I think I'd know. feel a lot better about getting punched by the air that hard if I knew what it was for, you know? The sad thing is, is that we won't know until he either wants us to know or until it's too late. And Patience begins leading you to the elevator. You guys can continue discussing, but he he's bringing you back up to the office. No, it's fine with me. I have nothing else to say to Kaya. I'm sure they're terrified. <laughs> yeah, once again, Kaya thanks you and you know, send you on her way. And she seems exhausted and nestles herself back into the tree. Um, and yeah, you guys reach patient's office. Uh, he goes in and he waves his hand over a small sort of like globe and reaches in and pulls out the flask and hands it to you, Merrick. And he says, I apologize for taking this from you. But when we first met, I didn't know I would consider you all friends. No, uh, thank you. We've learned a lot 
here being with you and your people. Uh, we've grown as friends, as a team. Uh, it was a test that we needed after a tragedy, so we appreciate it. Thank you so much for taking us into your home. Thanks for believing us. I <laughs> I don't really feel like it's going to be as easy with some other people. Not that it was easy, but we were scared and alone, and I just yeah. lost half my family. So thank you. And thank you for saving my home and my friends and my family. If you need anything, Kaya is your home now. Do not hesitate to ask. Um, and now I'm going to open it up to you boys and give you kind of free reign of Kaya, any technology they may have or communication devices. And you guys are able to uh, reach out. And if you want, you can do, you know, you can, you can talk about stuff yourselves, have some conversations amongst yourselves or reach out to any of the NPCs that you guys have met along the way, as long as it makes sense that you would be able to actually contact them. I want to have a conversation with Duran. Oh, cool. That comes up. <laughs> Great. Cool. Uh, Cody, what would you like this. to do? I think Cody's making a beeline for any kind of information hub to see if he can get anything about Alpha now. Because it's kind of his first time with like the internet or whatever space internet is. And especially with like some of his memory coming back, it's just like he needs to try to find something. Yeah, this is the first time since we've started the campaign that the stakes are are pretty low. You you don't have any pressing business other than sort of like, you know, clearing your name. But you guys have earned <laughs> a, a moment of breath or like, a, you know, a moment of 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 rest. So, yeah. Um, so what we'll do is uh, we'll do Cody and or sorry, Duran and Merrick while you okay. are uh, researching things. And then we'll do you, Cody. Sounds good. So have your have your conversation, boys. Yeah. So Merrick comes over. Duran's room. That's like when he noticed Cody has left. Yeah, I'm assuming like mid-afternoon, maybe Yeah. <laughs> if, if you knock on the door, he's pulling out a whiskey. <laughs> Duran, uh, may I enter? Yeah. I had a feeling this was about to happen. It's okay. Come on in. You want a glass? You want a you drink? Uh, uh, please. I don't have any ice. That's fine. I've never been a fan of ice. He, he pours three fingers for, for each of us. Um, Hands it to you, gives a little toast. Cheers. You don't trust everything that's happened. Like me, I assume? If I'm honest, I like you. I respect you. Trust, I'm not sure where it actually fits. That's fair. We both know what happened to Eska, and I know I'm okay. I think it was the right call. You saw? I saw. As long as Cody didn't see. He didn't. That's all that matters. But why do you think she turned? I don't know if I trust, and it's always been a hard thing for me as well, but why would someone turn against Kaya if they didn't have justification? Do you really think it was the Apocalypse's influence, or is there something we're missing here? I don't... It's a tough question, Merrick. It, it, it could just be that the Apocalypse sowed into her the seeds that led her to make the choices she did. It might be her own will that made it happen, but she had the little nudges, the little seeds that get planted before we realize they've grown. Yeah. Either way, she made her choices. I just don't get it. Why you would attack her. I don't know. The fact that Kaya, how they could just make the wastes a beautiful place to live overnight for someone who grew up in this scorching desert. It just seems too good to be true. 
I'm not gonna lie, I don't necessarily trust the tree either. What's your play in all that? In the tree? What do you think of it? I don't trust it, but it was, it's been in our heads and it could be listening to us right now as we speak. Then it knows I distrust easily. Yeah. And it knows that we would have this conversation. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. It gave us gifts, so I guess all we can do is move forward. I don't know. I don't know. You, you mentioned this desert planet of yours. What was that like? Hell. <laughs> really? It's the kind of world, Durin, that it's fine because you don't know better. Because every day waking up to train and to sit in the scorching sun is normal. That is logical. That is all you should know. That's all you need to do to keep the teachings going, to, to do the old ways. But then you go out into the world and you see, you see freedom. You see people making decisions for the future and not the past. You see drinking whiskey with a friend on a midday. Why would you go back to that? Why lock yourself into something you don't have to do? Why suffer for the justification of someone who's long dead? I guess that's my question to you then. Do you have to go back? Right before you joined us on the ship, I had the opportunity to go back, is what I'll say. And I said no then, and I will continue to say no. Feels like we're all running away from something, aren't we? Yeah. I ran away from one situation to run into Azen, and now I'm running away from that one, so... I, I get the general sense we're starting to run towards him, aren't we? I kn- there was no point in my life I ever went to find him. He always found me, so I'm assuming this won't be the last time. The tree spoke a lot of truths, you know. Eric, I, I've... I've done a lot of bad things in my life. I've tried to run away from them. I've tried to put it all behind me. Get on a no-name ship and forget the world. We can't really escape who we are. No. I don't think we can. But we can at least change who we are slowly. It's not going to happen overnight, but we can get there. Action by action, thought by thought. Well, that's my question to you. At what point do we have to just accept that we don't change that we are who we are when we die trying to change <laughs> i like that so let's not stop Dur. we have to keep cody safe we've got to go back we've got to get our friends and we will keep running to every edge of the galaxy if we have to hey you know it sounds pretty good if i'm honest i offer a cheers to Dur. oh yeah he, he definitely toasts back i know i wasn't ready to talk before um maybe now now's not the time really but if you have more of your questions, I have a feeling that you're going to need the answers before all this is done. We'll take our time. Let's pretend we have all the time in the world. <laughs> I like that. And you guys spend the rest of the afternoon drinking and hanging out and not really saying much, but saying enough. I think we enjoy each other's company at that point. Just, yeah, it doesn't have to be talkative, but, you know. Yeah, I don't think we talk a lot, even though Merrick loves to ask questions, but when we're (laughs) together, it seems to be just like nods, a lot of nods. (laughs) (laughs) Just King of the Hill style, like, "Mm mm-hmm. Yep. (laughs) Yeah. Cody, you ask around and eventually are led to uh, an area, like a communications hub where you can access some computers and get onto the grid and, and start looking around for some stuff. What are you doing? 
Uh, alpha. Enter. You get like 18 billion results of like <laughs> just everything. You get like one of the first things is like the alpha initiative and like <laughs> alpha protocol yeah. and like, you know, the the alpha ultra way. He's typing in like alpha Cody Roadhouse. Um, he, he's kind of just like trying everything he can remember from every facet of like the memories. So he's doing like alpha Cody Roadhouse, alpha Cody hard to kill, alpha Cody, uh, you know, Top Gun, alpha Cody Trunt, alpha Cody, like just everything he remembers in like just this frantic jumble of search terms trying to get like anything. You don't get anything. It's it's so vague and so nothing. But when you search Trunt, you get a website for Trunt's exquisite janitorial services. Is there a picture on the website? Cody's like pounding as he's like scrambling through this website. There is. Do I recognize him? You do. And it's him with a like a mop over his one shoulder and a plunger in the other, and he's standing like heroically over just like a mountain of garbage with like one one leg up on it, conquering. Um, I think I would be in that like contact me or contact us or whatever tab. Yeah, there is a a very basic like contact form, and it is strictly the only thing the only option there is get a quote. Uh, he's yeah he doesn't even know this he's like trunt it's cody it's about alpha i need to talk to you please anything you can tell me i will stop you right now there is no place to write a message it is just drop down boxes of like how many rooms are your house how big is the house do you need landscaping and like shit like that ship cleanup uh it seems to be strictly like house services uh, I just click shit at random. Sure, give me a luck check. <laughs> That's an eight. Okay. Yeah, you you just wildly just randomly click random shit and uh, submit it. And it says, thank you. We'll get back to you as soon as we can. And it's like a picture of him like giving the thumbs up. Yeah, is it like keyed to my device or anything? Or do I have to be by this terminal? Um, I will say that you have like your own. Like email or whatever. Yeah. It's like Cody fists at <laughs> flame.org at spacemail.com. Yeah. Yeah. Spacemail.stars. Um, yeah. Well, I guess that's pretty much all I can do. Yeah. As you are sort of like, what planet is he stationed on? Yeah. Like, do I, do I know other information? That's a good it point. It says, it, it says like, you know, all throughout the Casamal system. Okay. Is there a complaints tab? Absolutely not. <laughs> Uh, is there a reviews area like on Space Google? Yeah, you can find some some like review sites for sure. And it it seems like he's doing a great job. Like it's he's got like a four point nine out of five. Mm-hmm. If you look at like the one stars, they all seem to be very Karen esque. You know, of being like, I can't believe that I I was not aware that it was going to be a Vesk coming into my house, like that kind of shit. Ugh. Wow, what a bitch. Uh, Cody's yeah. going to give him five stars and say, it's Cody. It's about Alpha. Please contact <laughs> me. Anything you could tell me. Okay. Interesting. I'm going to make a note of that. And he's sending it. Nice. As you are furiously like working away on this computer, you hear a knock on the door. Um, I guess at this point, I've probably exhausted 
everything I could do that is rational because I don't really have much to go on. Uh, I go and open the door. And it's Cyrus. And he's got two almost like cartoon aesthetic sandwiches. Like they look fucking perfect. And he hands you one. He says, I don't know if you know this, but you've been in here for like eight hours. Eight hours, 12 minutes and 18 seconds as of right now. I guess I just figured you were hungry. Yeah. And he reaches into like a like a sling messenger bag almost and pulls out two beers. And like with just like a just like cool as fucking like two thumb like flick pops the caps off and hands you one. That was fucking rad. I'm from the fringe. <laughs> uh, he he like very slowly comes in for a clink because he's seen people cheers and it's still, you know, or he's going to do it wrong. Oh, yeah, no, he, yeah, he, he taps you like the bottom of his bottle to your bottle. Uh, and he says, can I, can I ask what you're working on in here? Um, yeah, can we do Let's go sit somewhere outside. I think I need to not stare at the screen. Hey, let me tell you by the smell of this room. Yeah, that's a, <laughs> that's a good idea. This is a, there's a powerful smell in here. I'm not saying it's bad. It's just, it's just eight hours of boy smell. So yeah, that's, I think that you might be smelling Desperation, sadness, futility. Can you smell grasping at straws? I'm from the fringe. That's that's all we smell like. So <laughs> you know what? There's a spice market that no, I've been dying. Hmm. Do you? Hmm. Cody like clenches a fist. It's like not now, not now. But I'll I'll go there one day. Okay. I mean that's fine. There's like another. There's a garden too that we can kind of walk around if you want. Not by the flower, right? With the I bugs. Mean, there's, there's flower. Yeah. Uh, look. Okay. I'll tell you what. <laughs> You've been here longer than me. You pick the spot. Uh, I feel like just some kind of bench, just overlooking something. Sure. Yeah, you you managed to find just like one of the few few spots that hasn't been absolutely destroyed by the the attack. And uh, yeah, you you managed to to find a nice little spot to to sit and have some food with Cyrus. How are you doing? I I want to pat you on the back, but I'm not really sure. What parts of you are paddable? I think my I think my back is okay. And let me tell you that the Kaya Cody's and patting them on the back already. The the doctors here and the magic they're using is is great. And he lifts up his shirt and he doesn't even have bandages on anymore. And like you can see the scars, but he's almost fully healed from the the Trojan worm attachments. Wow. You look great. Thank you. And and to answer your question, I, I have Andre. I have Michael. I those are literally the two things that matter to me. I lived for years in the fringe and I would spend the rest of my life out there if it meant that I got to spend it with them. I told you I'd get them back and I I was willing to die for that. So I'm glad I didn't have to. Me too. And I didn't really get a chance to thank you for that. Hey, there's no thanks needed. How are they holding up? How's how's Michael? You know, he's a tough kid. He's He's a tough kid and he's a little shaken up, but you know, my people looked out for him. When, you know, they, they kept him safe when I couldn't. And I will, I will remember that. And, and I think you'll be okay. It might take a while for him to feel safe again, but just the idea that he could actually be safe now Mm -hmm. is enough for me. Hey, kids are tough. They, it takes a lot, you know, he'll, he'll bounce back. So what were you doing? I guess looking for my Michael kind of. You have a son? In a way. Um, How much do I I remember like enough of what was going on, right? Like in terms of what we were to each other? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Uh, Cody like pulls up his like shirt sleeve and like you can see like 
it, it goes from skin to just like robot parts. And he's just like, he built me. So you're his son. Yeah. Yeah. He's he's my my dad. But <laughs> but I helped. Well, no, I, I think I fully raised him. So I guess we're both each other's dads. OK. I mean, yeah, it's it's a wild time these days. So sure. Yeah. He made me and I, I helped him grow and he, he helped he helped me grow. I'd, I'd be nothing without him. You know, he was he was my best friend and he was a son and he was my dad. Ah, <laughs> uh, it, it feels strange to say it out. And sorry, what was his name? Alpha. Alpha. Yeah. Cool name for a kid. It, yeah, it, it fit him. You know, he was uh, rambunctious. And what? Sorry, you don't have to talk about this. If What happened to him? I don't know. I don't really remember anything. I I know my two best friends found me in a storage locker and they pulled me out and I couldn't remember anything. And I've slowly gotten a little bit by little bit. The tree helped, but I don't really know. I don't know how long it's been. I don't know where we were. I just know I want to make sure he's okay. I want to find him, you know? I'll tell you what, and don't tell Andre I said this, but he's kind of the, the brawn and I'm very much the brains. <laughs> I I owe you so much, Cody. You and Merrick and, and Duran. The three of you guys single-handedly saved my family. If there's the smallest chance that I might be able to help you find yours, I'm going to do it. I will look into this. I feel like you're probably going to have a lot on your plate. And, and researching this is going to be something that might have to take a back burner for a while. But I've got nothing going on. I will try to help you. I've been told not to, uh, you know, not to, to turn help away or, or not to turn favors away in, in return for things I've done. And uh, this is one time I'm not I'm not going to do that. So please, you would be saving, I think, every part of me if you if you if you did anything like this. So please, thank you, please. And thank you. You really you don't have to, but I really want you to. Cody, you don't have to explain what it's like to want to find the people you care about and he turns back out and clinks your bottle one more time and just sits and starts eating his sandwich and drinking his beer with you i'm just part of me wonders you know am i gonna like the answer that i get it's better than always wondering cody oh i, I know i know but i'm scared yeah having people you care about is scary mm-hmm. but thank you and he like pulls him in and like it's probably an uncomfortable hug almost because it's a little hard. Hey, so I know I said that I was mostly okay, but this is ooh, ooh, oh, I'm still so sorry. Still a bit tender, but that's that's all right. Uh, cheers, buddy. If you if you want, and I clink his bottle, I've got some movies. I can download them onto a data stick for you. Maybe you can show Michael. Ah, uh, Alpha used to love them. Yeah, that'd be nice. They're a little violent, but again, we're from the fringe. Man. Yeah, like I, fi- I figured. I figured. I'm going to give uh, Duran and Merrick an opportunity. If there's someone, individual, an NPC that you would like to talk to, now will be your chance. Uh, Duran, I don't think he really has anyone he would be looking to connect with. So I'm just going to take a step back and see where Merrick goes with this. Uh, Merrick is going to go find Short Jack. Okay. Um, yeah, he's he's in Roots and Bolts, and he's uh, what seems to be preparing the Maverick for repairs. Hello, Short Jack. Oh, yeah. Uh- What's up, Eric? I just wanted to check in with you real quick. Uh, yeah. I mean, doing good. How how are you? I mean, like you guys, 
you guys think way crazier shit than me. I'm doing all right. Are you? I, I'm not talking about the past or the future of all this. I just wanted to check in and make sure that you still want to come with us. Merrick, I'm not going to lie to you. I uh, definitely thought you were going to die out there. So when I made that bet, it was kind of like a loosey-goosey, like, ah, oh, I don't have to worry about this. And then you guys came back and, like, you know, killed an apocalypse, which is fucking crazy. Good job. Awesome. Love you for it. Um, I don't... I'm scared. I think so are we, Short Jack. I would love an opportunity to come with you and uh, maybe find my people. But what if there's no one left? People, individuals, life forms, they survive. And even Short Jack in the nightmare situation where you can't find someone like that, what you can find are their stories, their history, and that, I know it's not the same, but that can be satisfying. And it could tell you so much about yourself and where you came from and what you need to do that that is your worst case. Okay, I'll tell you what. Let's make this ship absolutely bitching. And I'll come with you guys. All right. We'll make it absolutely uh, bitch, bitchin'. Hell yeah. Cool. We'll, we'll come back in the next day or two and we'll get started. I just wanted to check in. How's Triador? He wasn't burned or anything, right? Oh, no, man. Like, he fucks shit up. I don't okay. know. Like, you've seen the things he's like. You saw him literally swing your ship in from the fucking gift, yeah? Yeah, no, he was he was good. He, he fucked up a lot of shit and it was super cool. All right. Just wanted to make sure everyone was okay. Ah, Merrick's awkward, so uh, have a good one. All right, buddy. Uh, yeah, come. I'll let you know. I'll come get you guys when it's time to like really start putting the screws to this thing. Uh, until then, take a break. You've you've earned it. Thank you, Short Jack. We'll see you soon. Hello friends, Space GM Dane here to do the things. First and foremost, we hope you are enjoying the episode. This is something a little different, something we're really looking forward to doing. It's kind of our cool down. After a big arc, we're probably going to do an interlude episode where we get to uh, advance character stories, uh, wrap up any loose ends with NPCs, um, and do all that kind of stuff just to make sure that we don't uh, we don't rush through too much and this gives us a chance to breathe gives me time to prepare for the next arc, and gives the guys a bit of time to uh to flesh out their characters a little bit more we hope you enjoy it we hope you're you're into that kind of stuff um we had a blast uh recording this the next half of this episode has a lot to do with uh getting the maverick back up and running um it is mostly narrative stuff almost entirely narrative stuff we have recorded a separate a uh, little mini episode not unlike the level episodes of us actually putting the the ship together mechanically so if you are into uh you know sort of the crunch of shipbuilding from starfinder or you just want to kind of like hear what it's all about and what the maverick is going to be able to do uh now that it has been rebuilt and how the boys came to those decisions um that will be out next week so the week when there's usually nothing uh there will be a shipbuilding episode for you guys to listen to it is entirely non-narrative, so if you guys are only here for the story, that's fine. You don't need to listen to it. But for the people who enjoy the crunch and enjoy the sort of like mechanical stuff of an RPG, um, you might really enjoy that one. I think you will. It was uh, a lot of fun to record as well. 
That being said, we've already uh, started recording the next arc, and we have been using all of your excellent names and suggestions uh, for NPCs. If you want to get on board this train, uh, head on over to noquestcast.com, click the Discord link, and head on over to the NPC names suggestion I think is what I've called the channel. You'll see it. It's very obvious. And once a week, you are able to sort of just name dump as many things or as many names as you think that might fit into our world. If you're feeling particularly spicy, you want to throw in some uh, difficult names or some wild names. I've used uh, a few of them so far in terms of like very strange names that don't really have a place. But I made a place. We have done two weeks of name suggestions. I've burned through almost all of week one stuff, so we are always looking for more names. Once again, head on over to noquestcast.com, join the Discord, and uh, one, you'll be welcomed into our incredible community, and I can't brag about how awesome uh, it is. It's it's the best people. We have a place to share pictures of your pets. Uh, we have places to share items. Uh, th- there's just so much to do there, and, and everyone there is so so incredibly cool. But also, we want your NPC names. Other ways to help uh, NPC names, I also steal people's usernames and uh, actual names from our Instagram and Twitter followers. That's at NoQuestCast on both platforms. If you want to tweet about the show or talk about the show, use hashtag NoQuestCast, and we will find it, and we will love it, and we will retweet you, and we'll love you forever. Now that we've got a pretty considerable uh, episode base with like two arcs and going into our third, now's a great time to suggest your friends get on board with us. So if you do have a friend who are who's into these kind of shows and, and really likes actual play shows, uh, we would love if you could maybe recommend us. Or if you want to help us out, head on over to whatever podcatcher you use and leave us a glowing review. That would also help a lot. But at the end of the day, we are just so happy you're here. We can't thank you enough. Uh, the response for the finale uh, last week or two weeks ago was was so great. And, and it really, really meant a lot to us because we worked really hard on it. And we look forward to bringing you to a whole new location with a whole new set of problems and characters and villains and heroes that I think you guys are going to really enjoy. It's a way different vibe than Goa and the Whispering Woods. So be on the lookout for that in two weeks' time. Until then, we hope you enjoy the rest of the episode. You guys have been in Kaya for for a few more days and have rested and recovered and maybe you've helped out with the the repairing efforts um a lot of the people um that came over with andre the repair efforts are actually kind of being led by andre he is a accomplished engineer and he is helping for the most part sort of like really get his hands dirty and is building and and like helping rebuild kaya but it's the early morning and you guys are awoken by a like a rumble in your sort of hostel that you're staying at and shortly after that as you guys are kind of like getting ready for the day you hear a frantic pounding on your door gulch gun in hand weapons ready and it, is it? there's there's more pounding i like army open the door where like you flick it open and your gun's ready um short jack practically jumps over you and into the room and he's like running around and he's like guys it's here all the parts, let's go. We're repairing this son of a bitch. And then he's out the fucking door. Oh, I never got a chance to cook breakfast. Do you think he remembers he's coming with us? Well, we'll remind him if we have to. Maybe that's why he's so excited. Such a let's sinister go. thing to say, Merrick. Jesus.
<laughs> well, he has no deal. choice like to yeah. remember. A deal's a deal. He owes us a life debt. Uh, the deal was he did say he would think about it. Ah, well, yeah. you know. Semantics, baby. Formalities, right? But yes, he's. you can see him, like, he's already halfway to fucking Roots and Bolts right now. Like, he's just fucking gone. <laughs> there's, there's like, a, a fucking short jack-shaped cloud of smoke. Uh, Cody follows. Yeah. <sighs> Grabbing, like, a notebook to make notes and such. As you guys are walking through the town, you see Cyrus and... Uh, a fair number of uh, women. Uh, there's there's some dudes there as well who are all just kind of like sipping lemonade and watching Andre heave. Like he's just got like <laughs> two logs on either one of his shoulders and he's like all glistening and just like walking through. And it's like just like a hard like Andre looking. Andre looking <laughs> good. Um, and it's and it is amassed quite a, a crowd. And it seems to be sort of like this is how a lot of people are are healing. <laughs> <laughs> Andre's hard ass bod. Yeah, yeah, just just fucking Andre just daddying all over the place. Cody's like nodding and <laughs> wishing he had a volleyball. Mm. Cody, Duran, if we didn't have such an urgent matter, I would love to stay here and take notes about this concept of daddy. <laughs> Especially uh, how it was used as a verb moments ago. <laughs> I feel like Andre now has like a bracket beside his name in your notebook that just says "Daddy." Question Correct. <laughs> <laughs> um, and you get to Roots and Bolts, and you see that there's a fairly large transport shuttle that has docked at the back, and uh, some people are are pulling out these huge crates and and various materials and it all seems to be stuff that you guys have ordered to repair the maverick and the maverick is now descended in the center of roots and bolts um there's uh, a bunch of ladders and things ready to sort of get in there and start working and uh short jack is just like wide-eyed and buzzing and humming i don't think uh, you know he's never had a chance to work on an air shuttle so he's fucking hyped I mean, Dur- this is like Duran's bread and butter too. Like he'd be a- he'd be pumped to like put something together again because like you know he does he's not a fan of like hurting people, so it's like it's kind of nice to actually put something together again. We've recorded a mechanical crunch episode in which we build rebuild the Maverick using the in-game rules and explain sort of like the the ins and outs of the mechanics of shipbuilding of Starfinder. So we're gonna start off. I think the first thing. While the exterior is getting put together, I have tasked you boys with rebuilding certain parts of the ship aesthetically and to a lesser extent mechanically. And uh, I think we're going to start with Merrick. Uh, Ryan, I have tasked you with rebuilding the bar of the Maverick. Um, you guys, the, the ship is a tavern. And one of the the, the big things of a tavern is you got to be able to have the, the console to take jobs and you have to have a bar. Those are kind of like the two things that go hand in hand with a tavern. Um, and the bar got pretty janked up when you crashed it here. So tell me what, what is like, what is Merrick's, what, what, what aesthetic, what vibe, what are we going for with this new bar? Yeah. Well, I think with this, this bar, this new ship being birthed on Kaya and everything they went to, Merrick wants to design this ship like your 55 year old dad who has way too much money and a lot of wood. Like he wants one of those bar tops that's like, you know, like it's like a tree cut in like a slice of a tree. Okay. So like everything is wooden and like all the tables are made of different trees and all the chairs like of different woods and stuff. Like a lot of variety about it. He wants it to be like musky. 
like he a very cool to- thing to do on a forest planet that has just been decimated by a fire. Yeah, well, all the all the trees that we <laughs> couldn't salvage is what we used for the bar. Okay, yeah. yeah. So I'm some of them have burn marks on them. No, no, you're, this is uh, this was originally what I was going to go with, Winky Face. <laughs> yeah, so some of the chairs have like burn marks on them because they're like we're, it's all salvaged wood that we've turned into this like beautiful. Once again, everyone's old dad is going to be very impressed. Kind of bar, you know, like it smells like wood in here all the time. I would love to. I don't know if this is a safe place for it, but I would love to have the shard of Kaya as like on a shelf in the oh, like the the apocalypse shard. No, no, no. The piece of tree I got from like the, shaving. Oh, like well, shaving I mean, like sorry. This is a. It's in like sort of an ornate planter. So yeah, if you want to display it for sure. Yeah. It's just a plant. No one has to know that it could grow a giant world-saving tree. <laughs> um, so yeah, I'll, I'll let you put that in like a, a place of honor or whatever. Yeah, uh, in, in the bar. What are we? What are we thinking about in terms of lighting? What's What's it look like? Like if you go in here, like if you're picturing it in like in a heyday, you know, like a Friday night in a busy port. What's the like? What kind of music are we listening to? What is What's the ambiance? Is it candlelight? Is it late neon light? Like what are we looking at? Um, I think it's like, like dim fluorescent lighting in the sense, like the first artist that came to mind to me, and I don't know what this says about Merrick or myself was Bruce Springsteen. <laughs> um, <laughs> so I want to play dad rock. Uh, he's down. Okay. Yeah. Just like the boss. Let's go. Like dad rock, like just like dim light. Cause I think Merrick in his past, especially with his history of that, as in like he spent most of his time in shady port bars. Right. Yeah. So that's what he's used to. Um, was the jukebox recoverable from the original Maverick? Uh, no, nothing was. Well, we're gonna get a jukebox as soon we as need we can find one. Yeah, we have to get a jukebox. I mean, you'll and be able to put table. in like uh, you you won't have a jukebox right away, but you will be able to have like music for sure being played like through the speaker system and stuff like that because you will have you will have speakers in order to like communicate and like alerts and stuff like that. So yeah, yeah for sure, you. Yeah, like a, a nice sort of. I'm getting very much the sense of like your. Sort of like upper middle class friend's house whose dad had a finished basement. Yes. Vibes. That's like, exactly is that... what I want. That's okay. 100% exactly what I want. Uh, okay, right on. It's like my dad is in finance. He spent all his money on this basement to get away from my mother. You know, like that's <laughs> what I. <laughs> um, cool. So I think um, as you are helping the carpenters and the people put this together, one of the hunters comes in and presents you with a pelt of one of the going stalkers. And it Hell is yeah. this sort of like purple and yellow, uh, almost like a saber tooth tiger situation. And they say, we want to thank you for everything you've done. And we don't know if this is an appropriate decoration for a tavern, but we would like you to have it anyway. And they hand you a a rug in which you can use for your own personal uh, abode or your your own quarters or the bar, whatever you deem fit. And they've they've given you sort of um, both the the pelt as a rug and some of the the, the big their big fangs also have been yeah. gifted to you. Yeah, those fangs are going on the wall, and this pelt's going on the floor. We're going full dad bar. Amazing as. The bar is coming together and and taking shape. Cody, you've been spending a lot of time in the cockpit where, as the pilot, you will be spending most of your time. What? How do you see this looking? Uh, I feel like when Short Jack is like beginning on the thing, Cody finds this like swath of like red leather 
and he's just nodding maniacally and just goes up to short jack because i want the inside to look like an 80s muscle car with red leather (laughs) um a big like almost like windscreen that is just you know us seeing out into the endless depths of space the now we're talking are we talking wraparound like is it like a like almost like a 360 or is it like just a, a front pane it's going to be wraparound for sure. It's going to be like okay. front and sides. Obviously, I don't imagine we have a 360 port, but like front and sides at, at the very least. Rounded or angular? Uh, angular. Okay. And the wheel is going to be like, you know, the Knight Rider wheel? Hell no, yeah. not really. I'm, I'm going to Google it right now. Does it it kind of looks you? like if the Batman symbol was a like an Xbox controller. Okay, so like not connected at the top and the bottom. Yeah. Is that, is that yeah, what you mean? Basically. Yeah. So that's going to be the steering wheel. Um, and like the driver's seat is going to be less of a seat and more of like a bench. Okay. So like, you know, like the front cars that didn't have the divider between seats. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's that, but red leather. All right. Now, where is, um, in terms of like, is there a gunner seat? Like, is there a, a place to slide down into the turret or is it all controlled through like panels and stuff in the cockpit? I assume it's like there's a ladder, like a uh, a ladder with like a ladder with like brown leather like pads on it that goes mm-hmm. up into the turret that's on top. Oh, so the turret's on top. Okay. Which I also would like to run that by uh, Duran, considering he is the gunner. Does that work for you? Hey, man, I'm easy. Okay. Okay, that's very cool. I wouldn't have thought to do a turret on the top, but now that you've said it, I'll fucking love it. I figured actually that was just what I assumed. Uh, okay, yeah, great. This this works out great for me. Um, is it now? What are we talking about in terms of the the gunner seat? Is it again? Is it a dome on the top of the thing, or is it sort of like a like? What does that look like? Uh, it's again, it's more geometric than a dome. Okay, angular. There's like a sick like you know single person like racing seat almost. Also red leather. Okay. Some really sick brown leather finishings on the like gun control on like the handles. Nice. I see Short Jack like affix like one like laser cannon on the front of the ship, and I'm just like nodding. And as he leaves, I'm like, "Where's where's the other one?" Um, do you you want two? Oh, I want two. Um, and you see Short Jack pull up a communicator, and he, he just whispers with a mischievous grin, "He wants two. <laughs> <laughs> and you hear outside a uh, like a, a winch activate as another gun gets lower or raised up to to the to the gunner seat. Or to the front of the ship. And finally, um, I guess I should ask, is there any sort of like trinkets or like, is there anything sort of like that really screams Cody in here? Or is that something you'll you'll add as you go? Uh, I think he wants to mount the the axe from the elephant on the side of the wall. If that's okay. cool. Yeah. A large axe. Yeah. yeah. Maybe the axe on one side and Eska spear on the other if we have that. And it wasn't Kaya property. <laughs> Um, you wouldn't have ask a spear, but okay. I will give you the, the ax for sure. Yeah. Ax on one side and maybe just like some, some two red dice hanging over the, uh, the windscreen. Okay. okay, cool. I like that. And finally, Durin, you're kind of overseeing the overall construction of the ship. How does it take shape? What are we looking like? What it's, what is the overall aesthetic? The, the ship like shape? What are, what are we looking at here? All right, so I'm going to stick with something a little original, all right? I, I'm thinking of a nocturnal insect, all right? Like, uh, so what I'm thinking about is a moth. 
And what I mean by that is I mean like it has those wings on top that kind of fold out and give like that kind of maneuverability to it. And I'm imagining like as it like flies through and it uh, like like locks onto stuff, it will just look like, you know, like just an insect on the side of the wall. I want like subtle um, so it doesn't draw too much attention, but able to have that maneuverability and the need to get the fuck out if we need to. Okay, so I'll posit this. Do is it almost kind of like an X-wing where the wings can like because moss usually have like the four. Is it sort of like when you're in glide mode or like you know surface travel? There's two, and then like when it's business time, do they open up? I'm thinking of them opening up, but not like uh, horizontally like the X-wing, but like more so like or not vertically like the X-wing, but horizontally yes. like out over the top. Yeah, 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 yeah. Almost yeah, like I'm imagining of it. Like yeah, a, like if you're looking down from it, they open mm. up. Yes. Okay. That's very. That's you know what. That's I. I gave you the hardest job, in my opinion. I think having to choose, and when you said nocturnal instinct or uh, nocturnal insect, I was like, what a weird thing to say. And now I can like see this very clearly. Mm-hmm. Um, that's fucking cool. Yeah, it's it's very cool, and I like the dynamic nature of the the wings mm-hmm. as well. That's very very cool. Because uh, I was looking at pictures of Moth, and it's, like, really cool how their wings just kind of come out. And it looks like they fold up into each other like a ship should. It's like, oh, yeah, that kind of works. Uh, but the Nocturnal Insect was a fire fly reference. Ah. Oh, I see. Yep, there it is. Yeah, I'm I'm looking at a bunch of Moth pictures now, and it's fucking cool. Yeah, yeah. Now, that's how I oh, imagine yeah, it. I'm thinking, yes, when they land, they put their wings up. Oh, okay. And now I'm even... Yeah, that's really fucking cool. Let me look at um, Moth's Moth party. Oh, <laughs> Holy shit, you're so right. I did not right? r- notice the four wing thing. That's so cool. It's really rad, right? <laughs> yeah, that's, Boy, that's that? very, very fucking cool. Terry, five out of five, dude. dude. Hell yeah. Good job, Terry. And I'm imagining like as things are getting put together and like things are calculated, like, no, we really don't need this. And he's pointing to the like, the the potential medical bay. It's going to take up too much room, too much power. We, well, I we don't need that. I, I don't know about that, Darren, um, but I trust you. And your opinions on things. There's no way this is gonna. There's no way this has come back for us. Uh, I, I can't say see this will ever come to butt us back in the ass. No, I don't, he's like I don't see that happening. The many scars he's gotten, even just on Kaya, and he's like just shrugs. Plus, plus, Cody will be a little happy with the. Uh, we can get more guns on the ship, right? He'll he'll be happy about that. A torpedo on the turret. All right, we'll get a torpedo on the turret. I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. That sounds great. Um, you see two like really, really attractive. It's a, a twins, a man and a woman are walking towards the ship and they're in these sort of like white lab coats. <laughs> and as they see the, the med bay get removed, they just turn around and walk away. <laughs> <laughs> I just imagine like, you know, like the guys carrying the pane of glass across the road. So imagine like two, Kaya locals carrying a fully constructed med bay like that. I'd be like, no, nah, no, nah, put it back. They don't want it. Also, I'm over twins, so I'm glad they didn't get on the ship after our last interaction with twins. Yeah. Who Good riddance. twins. Oh, speaking of which, is the bar finished? Yeah, bar is finished, of course. Uh, I walk in, reclaim my knives. Well, one of them. And the other one, I stick back the freelance twins portrait in the wall. <laughs> but it's like joined by the same corner. So I now have one of my knives back. Okay. Now, before we get, uh, before we, we put the, you know, the seal of approval on the ship, uh, let's talk color schemes in terms of like what it looks like outside. We have sort of this like wood, like uh, almost a, a very cohesive sort of 80s, like 
midlife crisis dad vibe. <laughs> yes, I do appreciate that. Like, we haven't talked to each other about any of these things. So I was really worried that, like, my weird ass, like, red leather cockpit would be completely at odds with, like, Merrick's disco bar. But now, this no, is the no. first time our ideas have come out at all. I know we haven't, I haven't talked to anyone about mine. Mm-hmm. No. Yeah. Um, no. I think we need a, a stupid color on it somewhere. Like, I want a big stripe of something stupid. Okay. Like some neon somewhere. Like, oh, you know, like the, the outs- <laughs> maybe the outline of the wing has like a pink neon stripe or something. I don't know. Dur- no, Durin we- leans towards subtlety, but <laughs> did we? He can get outvoted on this. Did we salvage the don't be a hero sign? Um, you don't see it anywhere. Hmm. Well, what color just was come that? Up with your- it was it was red and blue. Like the the original Maverick, yeah. there its colors its color scheme was like a red, blue, and dark gray. Well, what about dark gray all over for like the stealth night insect thing, and maybe like a stripe of red and a stripe of gray. I mean, stripe of red, oh, sorry, stripe blue? of red, stripe of blue. Yeah, yeah, I can live with that. That's like that could be our homage to the Maverick. As yeah, long as we I keep like the colors subtle and not ultra bright. Duran's cool with it. Faded on purpose. There we go. I'm cool with that. Yeah, Duran Duran likes that. Where's the where are the stripes? I was thinking if we're going with the moth motif, almost like starting at the cockpit and moving back, almost like antenna. Ooh. Oh, oh, I like that. And like you know? maybe gradient out as they reach yeah. like the back of the, the ship. Sure. Yeah. yeah. Or even just go like halfway or whatever. I just feel yeah. like, uh, you know, almost like if it was the forehead where like your horns would be, if you were a devil yeah, or yeah. something, just like strike back. Yeah. Now, is it one red, one blue, or is it like a red and blue together on both sides? Uh, I was thinking one red, one blue, but I was yeah, thinking the same. I, I like yeah. one red, one blue. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Amazing. And so like I think dark red, dark blue, just so it's not, you know, obnoxious, but yeah, I'm thinking the red and blue from 3d glasses back in the day. <laughs> yeah, that works. Um, I mean, that was kind of like, that is, that was the, the Mavericks color scheme was sort of like that. Those like very basic primary red and blue. Cool. You guys, uh, like, unless you guys have anything to add, if you have any sort of thing that you do want to, I will also note that like in terms of mechanics, you did put a tech workshop in the, Mm -hmm. um, so uh, that has also been installed. Um, You guys have uh, fairly modest crew quarters as well. Um, You have a shared bathroom and uh, there are six crew quarters. Guess once we talk about the tech bay, I think Cody would like look at the boys and like gather them together and be like, we should let short check maybe uh, come up with the design for this one. If, if he's still on board I agree. You know, to, to be on board <clears throat> uh, short check. If you have a moment, please you hear uh, a clanging and then like a scurrying in the like vents above you. And then he just sort of like pops his head out and he has his like that like monocle thing that he has on the side of his head is like strapped over. So it's like one eye is fucking huge. And he's just like, yeah, yeah. I was wondering how the design of your tech bay was going. My what? My huh? Your tech bay. My what? The tech bay. Your tech bay. Your tech bay. Your tech bay. Short Jack's tech bay. Yeah. Also, do you have a suitcase that we can bring to your room prepared, or should we? Oh, um, we already put a plaque with your name in it on the in the shop. Uh, hold on. And then you hear more like clambering as like his like you see his little tail sort of like he's cu- he's trying to like get down, but he's coming out ass first so he can like hang out and like he drops down. He's like, yeah, you know, I I've been thinking a, a lot about it, and um, a deal is a deal, and I got you if you're getting a tech bay, uh. For me, that's okay. I've got something for you. And uh, he runs out 
and then comes back a couple seconds later and he's got something that has been wrapped uh, fairly, fairly loosely with a, a tarp and he rolls it over to you guys. And he's like, this is a, you guys did a pretty, pretty wild number on this ship. And uh, it was pretty unsalvageable, but I don't know. I thought, I thought I was able to do one thing for you. And he pulls the sheet off um, and it's the don't be a hero sign. There we that go. Has, <laughs> that has been restored to its its former glory. That's going over the bar. Yeah. Captain will like this when he sees it. Soon, Cody. He'll see it soon. Oh, I know. Why do you guys say things so cryptically? Hey, by the way, Short Jack, can we get a flak cannon up there too? <laughs> oh, God. He puts his little, he's, get him a flak cannon. Can we go get those <laughs> doctors back that were here? Maybe see, this no? is why we don't okay. need the medical bay. If we have weapons, we don't need a medical bay. Yeah, you see you're a, right. a, a ship in the distance take off, and it has like a red cross on it as it flies off into the <laughs> distance. Oh God, I think those are some of the best doctors in the sector. <laughs> as you guys are, you know, putting your finishing touches on and working on it, um, Cody Merrick, you guys aren't really the engineers, so you you aren't really required to be here anymore what would you guys like to do uh with I'm the rest of your sipping day lemonade and watching andre <laughs> oh yeah cody's there too <laughs> okay for sure yeah you joined cyrus and he uh he reaches over and grabs two glasses and pours a pitcher or pours a, a glass from his his pitcher hands you back and like you know you you join the crew who are just watching andre just fucking just haul large amounts of lumber and like he's got this like big mallet that he's driving like spikes into the ground with Oh, has uh, has Andre ever been in movies? Like, I don't, I don't think so. I mean, believe it or not, but the Fringe doesn't exactly have a booming entertainment industry. No, I I feel like Andre should be in movies. I know that's a compliment, but I don't think he would take it as one. Hey, I'm telling you, uh, Cyrus. All I can say is that I really hope uh, your son gets his genes and not yours. I don't mean that as an <laughs> offense. Damn, Merrick. Okay. <laughs> I, I believe myself and this and the several almost dozen men and women watching would agree with my opinion. He stops for a second and looks at like the absolute fucking crowd that has now taken up <laughs> like residents here. And he's like, yeah, all right. Good point. <laughs> Maybe he'll get your kindness or whatever. <laughs> or whatever. Duran, you and Shortcheck spend uh, the rest of the day sort of, you know, doing doing just basic stuff, diagnostics, sort of, you know, making sure all the wires are tested and and connected and you're doing like all of the the little spot checks. Um and you guys are outside and the sun is is starting to go down and it's like that beautiful golden hour and a imposing shadow creeps up behind you. I bet that's patience. During. And I turn around to see him like patience it's good to see you. Can we talk? Yeah, of course. Uh, one moment as as Duran just kind of like like wipes off his like greasy hands in a rag and like uh, maybe gives talk to Short Jack a little bit about what he was doing and just like yeah yeah what a what do you need? Let's go for a walk. Where to? He begins leading you back towards the tree and Patience always had sort of a a lumbering quality to him but with his wound and the the cane that he's using now to to walk uh he's a little slower but uh you're a little smaller so it you guys end up matching your your pace quite well and he 
gets you he brings you into the tree and he goes into the elevator with you and you guys begin ascending upward. I feel like it's going to be a like a comfortable silence to this point. Yeah, it is it is very much like an unspoken like you guys are just riding together and it's not awkward. It is just like silence that exists. Yeah, I can see that. And he leads you out to the sort of veranda or the balcony of his office and from this vantage point, you kind of see the absolute devastation that the nobles were able to enact on the gift. Large swaths of the forest have been burned. Uh, there's ash everywhere. There is There are trees uh, that you can see in the distance being felled by some of the verdant guard and some, uh, some of the foresters, and they seem to be clearing out uh, the some, some of the damaged trees. Will it recover okay? He looks down at you and he says, yes, I believe it will. Dern, I wanted to thank you. And I look up at him and I'm like, uh, there's no thanks here. We are just in the right place at the right time. But you granted Eska a mercy. Uh, I think Dern be very quiet when he says that. Unless I am mistaken and it was Merrick who did the deed. I would say what happened had to happen. And I would agree, Dern. Eska was a very dear friend. Then I am sorry. Thank you. But if she had been corrupted by the king, it would have destroyed her to have seen the results of her actions. If she acted under her own accord, I would have been forced to deliver judgment upon her. You prevented either tragedy from happening. Well, then I have a question. Please. How would you have judged her? I would have... I would have turned her over to the courts of the Federation. She would have most likely received a life sentence on Cherillus. And that is no end for someone that you care about. That is no end for someone that you once considered a friend, even if they do unspeakable things. I am glad that that is not her fate. I am glad that you gave her a warrior's end. I appreciate your words, Patience. Just know, whatever she did, whatever all this chaos that she brought down, I don't think she meant to do it. I think she was still your friend to some degree. I appreciate that sentiment. You and I, Durin, walk or have walked a similar path. And he brushes his fur upwards so that you can see the skin underneath and... There is a myriad of wounds and burns and scars, not unlike the ones that hide under your fur. Before I became one known as Patience, I was one who fought in wars. And I told myself I would not return to bloodshed, but on the night of the battle, you saw it. I returned eagerly, quickly, happily to death. Feels a little too familiar, doesn't it? Almost like it's easy. And it is. For people like you and I, it is something that we can always turn back to. And I'm not here to lecture you, Dern. I'm not here to tell you that you're better than that. What I'm saying, I hope you understand I say with the utmost respect. If you wish to change, you should stay behind. You should let Cody and Merrick travel on their own. Because if you continue to travel with them, you will be the one to impale, to pull the trigger, 
to shove. Merrick is a good man, but he is cerebral and idyllic. Cody is emotional, impulsive, naive. But you know what needs to be done when it needs to be done. You don't worry about consequences or repercussions. You just do it. And you will be forced to do it over and over again the longer you spend with them. You're not wrong. I know you're not wrong. But the way I see it is sometimes we just got to accept who we are. That's the more that I'm there to do what needs to be done, the more that they don't have to. And I think that's more important to me than a life of peace. Patience smiles and he looks back out over the gift and he says, when you look at what do you see? I don't know. I really don't know. I see destruction, but I also see hope because I know that once we clear this rubble, the ash will feed the soil. And we will grow new trees. And the devastation the nobles have caused will be a mere flicker in comparison to the shade and the bounty of the new trees that we will enjoy for generations to come. I want you to remember, Durin, and it seems like you may already know this, and that brings me much peace. But sometimes you need to swing the axe before you can sow the seeds. And I know I just told you to stop traveling with Merrick and Cody, but if you're willing to make the choices that they're not so that they don't have to, then you've put my mind at rest. I feel like you would have been disappointed if I took you up on your offer. I wouldn't have been disappointed, Durin. There's no right or wrong answer here. If you want to seek a life of peace, that is... That is not something to be disappointed in. I would embrace you. I would teach you everything that I've learned over the 500 years of tending for Kaya. Hell, I might even train you to be the next patience. But I don't think that is your path. I'm almost sad that it isn't. I am sad that it isn't. You saved Kaya, Durin. She will be here if you wish to return. And speaking of Kaya, she regrets how she spoke to you when you first met. No, no, don't. There's no need for apologies like that. Let it be what it is. You and I both know she was right. You are a killer, Durin. And sometimes, things need to be killed. And he turns back out to the gift and stands in silence with you. So the next day approaches and there's a quiet over Kaya because they know that your ship has been repaired, which probably means you're going to be leaving soon. And there's no rush to wake you up. No one comes to get you. What would you like to do on your last morning in Kaya? Uh, Merrick would get up early. He would start his day by journaling, uh, just taking, you know, taking everything into perspective what happened here. He would take a walk around town, visit the spice market, go by my own pose and, you know, early give them a nod, like a thank you. And then I would just go sit under the tree, I think, and wait for everyone else to be ready. Okay. Cody, what are you doing? I definitely wanted to visit Mo and Poe and maybe have like a cup of tea with them in the morning. Try to f- see if they finally have a proper intact lift. 
Um, yes, that was actually one of the first things Andre built. Amazing. Um, uh, yeah, just like say goodbye and thanks and like make sure that like things are good with them. Maybe try to have like lunch. And again, like preferably with the boys if the boys wanted to come. You know what I mean? Um, maybe seek out uh, Andre and Cyrus and Michael and have, you know, lunch. Like I feel like Cody wants to have breakfast with Mo and Poe, lunch with Cyrus and, uh, you know, his family, maybe a beer with patience, like just kind of like do the rounds because like to him, the planet's beautiful, but like the people meant a lot to him. Yeah. I mean, there's, yeah, you can definitely do that. Um, I think Mo and Poe are going to invite you on like their morning walk and uh, Poe offers you the, the seat if you want to carry Mo for, for her walk. Um, And it's, yeah, it's just a very nice sort of quiet. There isn't a whole lot of chit chat and and you guys, yeah, you just go about and and same thing. Um, Cyrus has made a a small sort of like packed lunch um, that you guys go out and kind of like enjoy just, just out in the, out in the bazaar. Dern, what are you up to? Um, Dern's a man who, uh, a rat who does little impact. So he's very much like, if he gets, he would probably get up a little bit after uh, Merrick, and he'd just head over to the ship and just start doing a once over, making sure everything's good to go. Um. So yeah, once you guys have all sort of done what you wanted to do and reconvene, you join uh, Durin at Roots and Bolts, and him. You see him and Shortjack are uh, currently going over a clipboard, and Merrick and Cody, as you walk in. Uh, Short Jack looks up and he says, uh, boys, you three have a couple decisions to make. And he turns a form around and he says, obviously, you can't keep calling your ship the Maverick because it is a incredibly wanted. So you need to come up with a new name for your ship. Also, in order to register said new ship, one of you has to be the captain. I look at Merrick. I look at Merrick as well. Oh, yeah. Formality. Fine. No, it's not. <laughs> I like pat him on the shoulder until the captain is back. Okay, easy peasy. That was nice and easy. Uh, another easy question: What do we call him, this bad boy? Mm. I have a suggestion. I also have suggestions. Please, uh, Darren, you go first. All right, my suggestion is persistence. Okay, mm. mine was Mega Mock. <laughs> <laughs> Man, we're getting two different flavors here. So, <laughs> uh, I was going to say either Night Witch or Slywing. All right, let's rule out Mega Mock. <laughs> okay, this might get let's, this potentially edit out. Should should we let the Discord vote? I I picture it kind of like a stealth vessel, which is why Sly Wing, Sly Stealthy, whatever has the four wings. White Witch is a type of moth, so Night Witch I thought would be, you know, cool. I like persistence a lot. Yeah, I also do because it's that's what we're gonna have to be to achieve our goals is persistent. We can't do it in one go. We don't have what we need to do to save our friends in this moment. That'd be suicide. I just feel awkward because that's the name of Patience's cousin. (laughs) (laughs) Short Jack laughs. Cody's like, Uh, that was a joke. Good one, Cody. Yeah. No, Dara, that's a good one. Um, Persistence. I like it. We're going to have to work hard together. The four of us. I look at Short Jack. One step at a time. He averts his eyes. Oh, Short Jack, you're one of us now. I can't have my my technical officer, whatever you are, be acting shy around me, all right? Science officer. Science officer. You see that a crowd is now beginning to form at the entrance of Roots and Bolts. 
Cyrus, Andre, Michael at the forefront, Mo and Poe. Uh, you see some of the verdant guard there. You see the school teacher and all the kids. You see like some of them have actually like started crafting like paper hats. Like someone has like a little rat head and a tail. Um, someone has like a bandana tied around their head. There's other people who have like cardboard tube arms. They've they've taken uh, quite a liking to you guys. And Short Jack looks at them and he looks at you. And through the crowd, you see patients begin making his way to the front as the crowd parts and lets them in. And Short Jack walks uh, kind of in between the two of you with you guys in the ship on one side and Patience and the people of Kaya on the other. And he looks sad for the first time since you've met Short Jack. He's usually either very sarcastic or very exuberant. You've never seen him look upset. And he looks at Patience and he says, I want to go and I want to see what's out there. And I want to find my family if they're out there, or or at least know where I came from, but you're my family, and Kaya is my home, and what does it mean, and what does it say about me if that's not enough? Am I ungrateful? Because I'm not. You guys raised me, and, and I, everything I have is because of you. I don't want to leave a home to find that I don't have another. And he looks at you guys, and you can tell he wants to come, but he doesn't know if he should. Sure, Jack. We're your friends either way. Kaya's always going to be here. I've been blessed, Short Jack, to always be a, a nomad, always to be on the move. And I've had many families. Some I've spent a long time with, some is short, but everyone has made me grow, become a better person to help more people. I wouldn't be the person that helped Kaya if it wasn't for every single group and every single person I met along my way. And I love them and I think about them. All the time. But you will just keep growing with us, with your real family when we find them, your original family, your biological family. Every step is hard, but we have to take it. Patience takes a step forward and he looks at the three of you and he says, When we first had our real first conversation, I told you that this is Kaya and that we are Kaya. Short check. the three men standing behind you are Kaya. If you leave with them, you are not leaving Kaya. It will always be there, because they are Kaya. And if Kaya is home, then home is wherever the three of you are. A tear fully drips down Cody's face. And Patience goes, and he kneels, and he just, like, puts his two big paws that are pretty much the size of Short Jack on his on his shoulders and presses his head against his forehead and he says go because you will see so much and they embrace and short jack writes something at the bottom of the sheet and hands it to you merrick and he makes his way up the ramp and under the crew sheet your names are there and in the fourth slot is short jack Welcome aboard, science officer Short Jack. Welcome aboard. Hell yeah. Is there anything you would like to do before you leave Goa? Hmm. Uh, fuck, man. I really hope I'm not forgetting anything, but I feel like Cody just like, at this point, you know, he said his goodbye to the people that he loves. Uh, I think he would, he's just excited to, you know, like, as great as his plan is, Alpha's not there as far as he knows. So Alpha's out there and Captain's out there. And holy shit, he got a new fucking ship. He wants to gun this thing. So 
Oh no. He's he's hugging and he's leaving. Merrick goes up to Patience and he says, uh, like whispers to him, yeah, I think you're the only person I can ask about this. Um, how do you take care of a of a piece of the tree? Like once a week watering it, twice a week? Like how does that work? He puts one of his giant hands on your shoulders and he smiles and he says, with patience. Oh, for <laughs> fuck's sake. All right. I walked into that one. I'll miss you, Patience. I learned a lot. Thank you. And Merrick heads on the ship. That plant is so fucking dead. <laughs> uh, Durin, what would you like to do? Uh, there's something I want to do, but I'm not sure if right now is the right time for it. If it's something you want to do on Goa, it's, <laughs> I don't know I, if you'll get no, another no, chance. I know, I know. No, let's just go. I think I'll just give a, a knowing nod to Patience before getting onto uh, our new ship. And he returns the nod, and as you, uh, the final member of the ship board and the the ramp begins uh, closing behind you, uh, you see some of the the people kind of like take a further step into roots and bolts, and people are waving and screaming, and the kids are cheering as you step into the cockpit, and Cody, you take your seat behind the wheel, Merrick, you take your seat in the captain's chair. And Durin, uh, you feel Short Jack kind of like at your side at the engineering station. And you fire up the engines. And for the first time, the persistence takes place.